Cynic Empowerment. Last time on Cynic Empowerment. Uh, oh my god. The, the guy, like, I don't like making fun of the way for people look, but like, <laughs> guy number two looks like yeah. every dumb guy I knew in high school that just <laughs> liked to get drunk and break shit. Yeah. <laughs> kind of does. Like, Number three can't and like, figure out how to close his mouth. Like, yeah, that's true. He never learned how He's to like close scowling. his mouth. like scowling. Like, he probably... It's probably all the fucking steroids or something. Like, made his, like, yeah. So, I, uh, I got my wood chips today. Oh, cool. So, how did, how did that work? It is a metric shit ton of wood chips. Okay, so they just dropped off as much as they possibly could at your place. <laughs> Imagine like a garbage truck filled with wood chips. They dropped them all off on your lawn. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be a dead spot. <laughs> like grass ain't growing back there. So. <laughs> so what happened he was like so where do you want me to drop him off i'm like well i don't want him on the driveway and i don't want him on the sidewalk and he's like well i was like but if a little bit gets on the sidewalk that's okay because i'm going to try to move him right now because he came at like four o'clock but he gets dark at six mm-hmm. so he drops him off and there's like you know it like goes across like the sidewalk into like the little strip like on the other side of the sidewalk and i'm like okay yeah that's fine i'll just my goal today is to get the part that's off the sidewalk and I basically, I had a wheelbarrow that a neighbor let me borrow, and I have, like, a red rider, like, wagon thing. Mm-hmm. And I would just, like, fill them both up and then dump them and then fill them both up and dump them. And I did it for, like, two hours straight. And I barely got, like, the sidewalk, like, oh, uncovered. Like, it's still partially covered with fucking wood chips and the wood chips go from, like, the sidewalk to the house. I don't oh know what I'm going to God. I don't know. I need it. I should have taken a picture, but I didn't. I'll send, I'll send you a picture tomorrow. But I fucked him. I fucked a, up. That's a whole lot of witches. That, wait, that's like I fucked up. Like, like I fucked up. Trees. That fucked up, man. I fucked up. I fucked up, Tim. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, and that amount of wood chips. Like, I basically did like a single layer over, like, because I've got like bushes and shit in like the the front of the yard like aesthetic whatever bushes and stuff mm-hmm. and then some flowers on the side of the house i basically did like a single layer o- over all of that and dumped like five wheelbarrows on top of my fucking hugo culture and i still have like four times that left just sitting on my yard so <laughs> i don't know what are you gonna do with the rest I don't know. <laughs> Maybe Kirby likes to eat wood chips. <laughs> uh, please, Kirby, love God, pee on the wood chips. I don't know. Like, I'm probably gonna, I'm gonna eat them. <laughs> I, I don't know. Oh, it fucking blows, dude. <laughs> I'm going to, like, I don't know. I'm going to, like, do wood chips around one of the tree, like, around my trees. I've got two trees. And we've got, like, we've got a little strip in the backyard that we, like, put the dog's poops in. I'll probably cover that with wood chips so it's less stinky. 
Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I feel like even after that, I'm still going to have like a shit ton of wood chips left. I don't, I don't know. I'll probably make another Hugo culture. Yeah. I don't know, man. I might, I might, my backyard just might be like completely covered in wood chips. It'd be like, this is the wood chip backyard. There's no, <laughs> there's no grass here, just wood chips. Well, you could do like little pathways and stuff too. You ever see people that do that? Like, oh, like yeah, that's true. Pathways? What, how about this? We covered, the, we just like spread out these wood chips on our front lawn and we just don't mow our yard anymore. And it's just a wood chip front lawn. How about that? Mm-hmm. How about yep. that? Put some tires over there and pretend it's like some kind of um, modern <laughs> yeah. playground. Yeah, even though we have no kids. Yeah, just like bury a couple of tires like halfway. It's like, look, this is like yeah. a little riding horse thing. <laughs> we'll call it Torn Park and like anyone can come. Everyone's welcome. Hell yeah. And it'll just be like me standing shirtless in our big like front living room windows just staring at all the kids playing in our front yard. <laughs> yes, the plan's coming together. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, I don't know, man. It, this might have been a terrible idea. I don't know. I'm not willing to accept it. It's a bad idea. Uh, yet. It was free like though. A whole bunch. Yeah, it was free. Uh, it's free for them too, I guess. Well, I mean, yeah, outside of the transit costs, but yeah, well, yeah, because apparently it costs them to dump it. So basically, mm-hmm. it's a free dump service. Yep. That's still pretty awesome that the service is offered. Yeah, you could you could bring some to me if you want. <laughs> Fuck off. You can come you just like them. fill up your car and <laughs> my little like fucking Hyundai accent. Like, <laughs> yeah, you like roll down your window and it's like as you roll it down, the witch chips, chips are just out. flying out the side. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like basically the entire back seat just filled with wood chips. <laughs> <Which Yeah>. is... <laughs> <laughs> Can't use my rearview mirror right now. Can't really see out my windshield even. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that wouldn't even be like a fraction of the wood chips that are on my lawn. It'd be so oh, few wood chips. God, that's so much. That dump truck. Yeah. Did you get to see like what he? Was I watched drop it. Off? I watched it. I watched it happen. Did you just feel your heart sink as he kept going? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I oh, kind of did. <laughs> like, yeah, my brain of like how much. Like, I knew it was going to be a lot, but it somehow was still more than I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fucked up. So you've just been like, hey, can yeah. I have like a 250-pound bags worth? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all I want. It's like, no. Well, and the thing is, too, is I even watched the video on the website where <laughs> like they basically, the advertisement for it is an anti-advertisement. Like it wants you to make sure you know how fucked up of a transaction it is. It's like, yeah, it's free. But you don't get in any say how much it is, and you got to take all of it. And so, like this guy, like goes up to people. It's like, did you use Chip Drop? And the person's like, yeah. It's like, would you recommend it? And they're like, no. <laughs> what <laughs> is this? Did, on you get their the, did you get on the website? It's like an anti-advertisement. It's like it, you can't say we didn't warn you. People say don't use it, and we're telling you right now, you probably shouldn't use it. But here's a service. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, uh, yeah, there was like maybe I think there was one person in the entire advertisement. It's like two minutes long that recommended it. Everyone else was just like, was they were like, did they let you know when they were going to come drop it off? No. <laughs> did you get to say how much it was going to be? No. <laughs> Would you recommend it to other people? Absolutely not. 
No. <laughs> the guy's just yeah. like you can just see like a couple of it, like his hands sticking out and just like his like his neck is like buried in the wood chips. He's yeah. like, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that you uh you can get out of that wood chip pile by yourself? No. <laughs> yeah. I mean it, it was basically that. If we um, gave you a rope to pull yourself out, do you think you could get out of that widget pile? No. <laughs> yeah. But I watched it and laughed the entire time. And I was like, that yeah. won't be me. That's not me. I'm better than that guy. Yeah. He's stupid. <laughs> He's stupid. I just I just spent two hours shoveling wood chips into wheelbarrows and didn't even make a dent. I'm I'm intelligent. You think they'll notice if you just take it all and just like shove it out into the middle of the street? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, even that would be such a a pain in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> this car is just like just ramping off of it, just like Burn! <laughs> chaos. Yeah, I mean, other things you could do to be really fucked up, like if you wanted to like prank somebody, is just like put in someone else's address. Yeah, because you don't have to sign for it. You don't have to do anything. I did, like a guy just called me, and I just happened to be in my backyard. I was like, "Hey, is this the address? Do you want me to drop it here?" I was like, "Yeah." And I came out, and I was like, "Hey," and he's like, "Oh, hi." You know, but like I could have put in anyone's address. Yeah, and if they're not home, they're just like, and if they're not home, gigantic amount wood, of wood chips in yeah, the front yard. Exactly. They're like, "Yeah, I want you to put all the wood chips on the driveway." Yeah, the driveway would be the best place. Yeah, to right, put right it right in front of the door. <laughs> if you could just right in front of my front door, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> on like Chevy Chase movie uh, amount of snow but wood chips yeah. in my front just the front door right are, here. You, are you sure you want me to drop these wood chips off on the driveway there seems to be two cars parked here and I don't think they'll be able to get out oh yeah 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 we have a third car those we don't even drive those two cars yeah those feel cars don't free work. to put the yeah those cars don't work feel free to put the wood chips behind those cars yeah you just put it right on top of the cars actually you just didn't doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> they're they're staying right where they are. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah. that's rough sauce, man. No, it's gonna be fine. I don't care. It's gonna be great. You can like pretend that they're leaves and just roll around in those hard ass wood chips. <laughs> oh no! I got a splitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. it's in my eye. <laughs> yeah. What it, kind of wood is got- it? I think it's pine because there was like some pine, whatever's. Pine. Mm, pine. But actually, it's a lot of shit. It's. I think they like chop trees all day because I got there's leaves in there, and I also found like some pine needles. So it's everything. I don't know what all it is. Okay, there's not like any body parts. You haven't found any like fingers or toes? not any body parts yet. No. Okay. And so even if I did, like... I wouldn't tell anyone because it was free. Yeah, the wood, <laughs> wood chipper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Were you made aware of the fact that there would be ground up bodies in this service's <laughs> wood chip no. shipment? And, no, no, I wasn't. Um, <laughs> are you satisfied with the fact that there are ground up bodies in your wood chips? <laughs> no, 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 no I'm, I'm not satisfied with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like it's a, it's either Smokey the Bear or Dare, one of those two. <laughs> One of those What's two agencies organized the anti-advertisement. <laughs> yeah. Only you can prevent letting these people drop wood chips on your lawn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By not using the service. <laughs> By not using it. Uh, 
Where it's like Dare, it's like, uh, hey, you know what a wood chip looks like? Here, smell this wood chip. Yeah, we, yeah, wood chips are terrible. You know, wood chips. Your brain on wood chips is just melting egg in a frying pan. It's just, it's gross, and it's and gross. it'll make you stupid. <laughs> wood chips, not even once. Not even once. Yeah, I hope <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, yeah. I'm done ragging on it. So no, it's fine, man. No, I fucked up. <laughs> but it was free. It was free. It's a free service. I let them fuck up my yard for free. <laughs> <laughs> our our yard has about twelve different species of grass in it, anyways. So I mean, it's not a prestigious yard. That's beautiful. I like it that you have all the all the native grasses in the yard. Yeah, that's a good thing. Um, I accidentally did that at their previous home. I like try to let it grow way way up. I think that's one of the reasons why we got kicked out of that place because I let it grow way, way up. Uh, Wait, you just w- try to make it like a wild grass, wild country? Kind of. Like, well, I was going to, like, chop it down for hey. I mean, this is ridiculous because we were, what like, the fuck is on wrong a major highway. I was going to let it grow way, way up, and then I was going to chop it down with a scythe. Yeah. It's as ridiculous as it sounds. Huh? Do you even own a scythe? Yes, I do, and I'm probably like do. one out of a thousand people that can say that. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? I don't know, Jimmy. Let's <laughs> do an armored combat league. Do you own a scythe? <laughs> I need a scythe to cut down my hay. <laughs> God damn it! What are you like, some anarcho primitivist? I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying to get there. <laughs> you see the problem. Is society? <laughs> it probably is just the fact that they won't let me grow my grass as tall as I want to grow it. As soon as they see that from the highway, they're like, "Oh, we got to kick those fuckers out. We can't, God can't, damn it. can't be having all this tall grass bullshit." I'm like, well, where else will my cat roam free in the reeds? I want them to scuttle around with all of the wildlife. I want all of the bunnies to come and nest in my yard, and then that's free protein. That's pretty cool. You know, you could just give them little homes in your tall grass, and then you run up and grab one. <laughs> Easier said than done, I know. And uh, and you put it in your hopper popper, and boom, you got you got dinner. It's pretty. God damn it! Not the pretty hopper sweet. popper. Not your hopper, hopper popper popper. You got the hopper popper. <laughs> no. Super easy to construct, and it pops your hoppers in less than one toppers. I don't know. <laughs> No, Papa, top off your Papa with this Papa. <laughs> Are you fucking high? What is wrong with you? I don't know. I yeah, it's not. Yeah, I don't even have that excuse. You know, I've had all of one ch- shitty like three percent beer. That's that's as much of an excuse as I have. <laughs> I think it's just yeah, it's it's been a week. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, got nothing. Yeah. (laughs) God. (sighs) Life's hard. Yep. So maybe I should get a wood chip shipment now that that you mentioned it. I mean, at least you are just tucked away out in the middle of nowhere, so no one's going to gawk at it. Like, I, so I know exactly four people in my neighborhood, and within the two hours I was in my front yard just desperately trying to clear my drive, not my driveway, my sidewalk of wood chips so people could walk on it and I don't get yelled at by the city. 
I saw all four of those people just like, oh, wow, you got a lot of wood chips there. I'm just like shoveling desperately. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. I don't know. It's I got I got to clear the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> the sun's going down soon. The werewolves yeah. will be out. Yeah. I got to clear the wood chips yeah. before the monsters start prowling the streets. Yeah, the the wood the wood the sheer volume of wood chips attracts monsters. I need to, yeah. I need to clean some of this up real quick. It's yeah. a, it's a cre- extremely important. So, like when you were shoveling, yeah. like what what were you dressed like? I'm trying to get a I'm trying to get a visual image here. I mean, I was wearing a waffle weave, long sleeve shirt, and gray pants. Okay, that's pretty classy. I was thinking, yeah. like, at I've a got point, pl- like you were super, like mm-hmm. it was ridiculously hot outside. And you're no, just, it's like, not hot at all. It was perfect. Off. No, it was perfect temperature for shoveling stuff. It was like in the fifties. You know, I didn't. I don't even think I broke a sweat, and I was doing hard labor. Oh, shit. Nice. The uh. But yeah, I don't know. I look like I'm 17 because my hair is long because I haven't gotten a haircut since COVID started and I shaved mm-hmm. my face recently. Mm-hmm. So my uh, COVID mask would make a better seal on my face and I haven't shaved my face in forever and I look like a 17-year-old boy. That's excellent, Jimmy. So yeah, yeah when you're 80 years old, you're going to look like you're 50. It's fantastic. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> That would be ideal. This is going to be the most normie episode ever. It's going to be what? Most normie episode ever. No way, man. We're going to talk about why entrepreneurs are awesome and shit. Ugh. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. It's pretty boring, and it's really obvious. It should I, I, be obvious, but it's not, because it's, like, baked into... The fact that this had... The fact, the fact that this even had to be written shows how not obvious it is the fact mm-hmm. that someone in the year 2020 11 19 year of our lord had to write an article titled entrepreneurs don't have a special gene for risk they come f- from families with money like you know that i know it was that written in 2015 huh it was written in 2015 what the fuck why that why am i finding old ass articles Probably because it's it's relevant. I mean, it's it's sad that these things are coming to fruition now, but I think so. There's this idea in um, evangelical Christian communities that there, and I, I think it's it, it's just like that was just the culture I was raised in. So it, it's it's one of those easy things to refer what we back gotta to keep referring like, back to. I wish I came from a a uh, a traditional. Muslim background, so we could have some flavor on here. But instead, you know, you and I are both raised Baptist. We're both Baptists. Yeah, uh, you beat me to it. Uh, yeah, so we were both raised Baptists, and in the Baptist God communities or evangelical Christian communities in general, there seems to be a certain ebb and flow to the intensity of uh, belief uh, or faith, whatever you want to call it. And uh, there's a name for this. They they actually are self-aware to the extent that they will refer to times of uh in, you know intense faith as being a peak and uh straying away from the faith or weak belief as a valley so this kind of like peaks and valleys uh um metaphor is used to describe this kind of uh straying far from what whatever the the commonly held value is or an adherence to 
the commonly held value. And I think in this particular instance, uh, people are straying. People are in a in a valley of capitalism, right? They are aware that it's not doing so hot because they've just recognized that a pandemic, something that we would assume all of the innovation and uh, that that a capitalist amenities. country like America would yeah. handle it very well since we're yeah. so rich and advanced, yet we handled yeah. it worse than every other country on the fucking planet. Mm-hmm. You think you just like throw money even, at the problem, but it's even like, no, poor money socialist doesn't countries. mean anything to a pandemic. Yeah. It, it means something to other individuals who think that that currency has value uh, or, you know, any extent that they're able to administer power over one another through its uh its its symbolic representation um which is the same thing that we have here it's just a feedback loop it just comes right back around to itself you know that person's successful because they're successful and so on and so forth like um, so random random example so vietnam which has a population of one second uh vietnam population <laughs> it has almost 100 million people so it's a third less than a third of the size of the united states 95.54 million as of 2018 they've only had a thousand three hundred and four cases and 35 deaths so a com- so a country let's just say it has a fourth the size of the united states even though it's a little bit more than that has only had mm-hmm. 35 deaths compared to the United States, who's had 11.8 million cases, 172,000 cases per day, mm-hmm. and over 250,000 deaths. We have our GDP ratio to Vietnam is insurmountable. Like, it mm-hmm. is insane. Like, we have yeah. so much more wealth and money, yet we are... Mm-hmm. Completely unable to handle something like a fucking pandemic. It is goddamn pathetic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what what is the United States GDP? Uh, so, Vietnam's for for clarification is two two hundred and forty five point two billion. Well, there's a difference between GDP and GDP per capita, but I mean both of and both those it, Vietnam's going to be way lower than oh, the United States. Okay, so per capita, it's that is that correct? Oh, per capita. Okay, so per, per individual, right? Uh, two thousand five hundred and sixty-six dollars and sixty cents. And like, I think the United States is like thirty thousand or forty thousand or something like that. I don't know. Sixty-two thousand seven hundred and ninety-four fifty-nine. So yeah, that's a huge difference. Yeah. So way more money, way more resources, way more industrialized. Like everything. Like when you look at it from like a market perspective, it's like, oh yeah, obviously, this country is going to be able to handle this way better because they have all this shit and it's just mm-hmm. like nope yeah because it's distributed poorly yep. it's like pe- people don't have the ability to um well whatever that that not to get too far away from the story just yet because we actually have another one another story um uh let's see we've got what, so much stuff story everything everything's tied into everything i mean we've got the fucking yeah. the market won't save us from climate mm-hmm. disaster guardian story We've got. Um, oh, I, I know. It, it was the uh, it was the photo that you sent me, which we can actually read that real quick. I think that's from the Guardian, right? Oh yeah, that's from the market won't save us. So I mean, we're hopping all over the place now. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, to to read it for but it applies here. 
Yeah, a failure occurs when the marketplace allocates resources in a way that does not optimally deliver well-being. We understandably focus a lot of attention on the depredations of greedy tycoons and corporations, but many of the most consequential market failures stem from innate characteristics of our current market. Mar- like bleh, so, bleh, 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 current market. So basically, system. like that's like a four dummies summary of like DOS Capital, Karl mm-hmm. Marx, Volume One. Like, basically, that's, like, what Capital by Marx basically sums up. Like, I highly doubt the person that wrote this Guardian article is read Marx or gives a fuck about Marx or whatever. Like, I, from what I've gathered, the guy that wrote it, um, Divine something, his last name's Robert S. Divine. Like, I think he's just, like, some environmentalist dude that just so happened to write this article, just, like, stating mm-hmm. the obvious of an opinion piece. Um, saying that the market won't save us from climate change. It's like an obvious thing, but like doesn't get stated enough. People Mm -hmm. don't, we don't, we don't deal with this enough. The the fact that the market won't save us, but it's like, yeah, like the market exists for one sole purpose. Like the market exists solely to make profits. Like whenever you buy a commodity, whether it be a six pack of beer or a computer or an armchair or whatever, like that company isn't making trying to make you an optimal beer or an optimal computer or an optimal armchair they're trying to make profits and that's just the mode that they've found to be able to make profits by selling it to you mm-hmm. right Wait, like and, and, nothing we buy is made to be optimal anything unless it unless it benefits the bottom line like there is no company out there that is going to increase its quality beyond what it can reasonably expect to attain revenue from like yeah. you're never going to have a luxury corporation for example that tries to price its goods at the budget range because it just it wouldn't make any sense based on yeah. profit margin right? right like why why have a studded gold uh monkey wrench uh, like that's just yeah, that, that's that's not not really comprehensible. Um, yeah, that and like you know, working class can't necessarily afford luxury goods. So why the hell would you make it to begin with? In the same way, uh, in relating to uh, uh, you know, climate change, it's like what financial incentive is there to, at the very least, slow negative There's climate not. change? There There's is not. In, in fact, in fact, it would be detrimental to streams of revenue if you were exactly. to slay say at the very least slow consumerism or uh material philosophies like people uh, would not buy as much that would be bad exactly for the bottom line. exactly and there was another quote that i forgot to send you from the same um um the market won't save us from climate disaster we must rethink our system where it says here and uh, basically you know uh uh, in context of like why would they change or why would they try to you know behave better it's like and why would they the market doesn't give private businesses a profit motive to produce public goods or in this case within the article produce uh public goods in order to uh save the planet as opposed to just uh try to <laughs> produce profits so mm-hmm. it's like yeah like the market basically like the market's going to behave it by cutting as many corners as possible paying people as little as possible in order to produce as much profits as possible because it's competing against all of these other companies that are doing the exact same thing 
if they have to, you know, bulldoze over like 10 baby ducks, you know, to build their pipeline or whatever, the company that's willing to bu- mm-hmm. bulldoze her over 20 is going to be more competitive. So it like incentivizes you just to not care, just to not pay mm-hmm. attention to these things because the way the, the entire system is made is is the more the more corners you can cut the fucking better you know yeah. and, and and when rubber meets the road if you can't you know cut the corners in legal means why not buy a few senators and a few fucking you know house of representatives members to you know pass laws to deregulate it so you can mm-hmm. cut even more corners just like an endless race to the bottom yeah well, only as much as you need though i mean it's still it's still fairly lean in some respects. And I'm not saying that it's like the, there aren't these people that have consolidated such massive amounts of wealth that, you know, they seem, uh, I mean, they, they, they are inextricably tied to the idea of gluttony. Um, that, that's certainly true. Well, in it, any it's not even like, in which it's not even quality. like people are like tied to gluttony. It's that in order to survive in the market environment of the free market that we in, exist under, if you're not willing to cut every corner possible to maximize profits, you just can't compete. It's like not even it's not a yeah. moralistic thing. It's not yes. like a individual thing. Like there's like there's absolutely no morality attached to it whatsoever. Th- it's just that's clear. What, yeah, that's what I was going to try to say. Facts. <laughs> okay, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Well, no, it's it's okay. It's just like it, uh, most commonly we see these systems under uh, moral terms. You know, like you, you were you were saying, like uh, running over a bunch of baby ducks, and yeah, that that's totally true. That might be a byproduct of the market system in action, um, yeah, or uh, you know, a lot of unthinking actors that are cumulatively making decisions that lead to a duck ultimately being run over or climate change. Well, yeah, uh, or, I mean that was an oversimplification. <laughs> the baby well, duck yeah, thing. well, I mean this this is all <laughs> this podcast is an oversimplification. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom's an oversimplification. Yeah. Ow. Oh! Uh, there, there's, there's always the two different ways to approach well, um, economic theory discussions, and you yep. you can either approach it from the uh, um, the philosophical point of view of ethics. Uh, in in a sense, it's like, is it okay to say exploit another person in the instance that egalitarianism is a true concept, uh, right. or in in the instance that everyone ought to be treated equally? Um, yes. And on the flip side, uh, the the economic models, uh, which are inherently non ethical, they are amoral. Uh, concepts well it's uh, like it, it's really just the materialist view viewpoint of it and that's the beautiful thing about yeah. Karl marx is because he broke away from the moralistic aspect of socialism and stuff like that and arguing these things from a moralistic standpoint he just basically gave you the cold hard facts of just like this is how the capitalist mode of production works the person that's able to, you know, pay people the least amount possible in order to, you know, make the most profits is going to be the most successful, you know, 
Like it, it has nothing to do with like because like we have like this fairy tale of like well if I if you know if I had enough money to be a capitalist and I ran a factory I would be one of the good capitalists I would mm. make sure everyone was paid enough and I would Benevolent give everyone good benefits and yada 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 but in well in reality you can't necessarily do that. Because if you're trying to do that while competing with a bunch of other people that aren't doing that, they're going to be able to sell their product for less than you are able to because you're paying your employees fairly, you're giving them benefits. And if these other companies that aren't paying their their employees fairly, that aren't giving them appropriate benefits, are able to, to undercut you in the market, you're going to fail as a business and get absorbed by them. So it's like... Mm-hmm. It's not. It, it's it's not. It's not even like an option, you know. Yeah, it's just. It's just a race to the thing, bottom, and it's just the how. And it's particularly bad. And it's just how it works, you know. It naturally, you know, forms monopolies and naturally, you know, consolidates. Yeah. And has nothing to do with morality whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I mean, it. Yeah, it does produce a like a, a something that. Yeah it, it bleeds into each other. Um. But it's not inherently yeah. an ethical we can, issue. Well, yeah, we can import impose morality onto it to say like these people that are successful, like within the capitalist model, are you know unethical and are bad and are evil or whatever. But they're they are innately just reacting logically within the system they find themselves in, right? It's and a so, stupid system. Exactly, and that's why, and that's why it, it, it's not necessarily beneficial to try to like focus on individuals to say like, oh, well, you know, this individual's wrong, or this individual here's wrong, or this individual there wrong. It's the entire system that's fucked up that's producing these um, bad things. Much like in in this Guardian article titled "The Market Won't Save Us from Climate Disaster, We Must Rethink Our System." It's not the individual capitalist within it that are bad it's the entire system and while this article mm-hmm. doesn't bring up things like socialism or anything like that it should <laughs> because instead it tries to argue it's like well we need what we need to do is pressure our politicians mm-hmm. and pressure our politicians to yeah. change the way we operate and it's like yeah Working well these the politicians system. are bought and owned mm-hmm. by exxon Mobil and all these other fucking fossil fuel companies so if you think your little letters have equal or more weight than like these multi-billion dollar fossil fuel industries like sorry they don't mm-hmm. anyway sorry i'm I'll, I'm ranting i'll let you rant no I, I i think you're making a good point on your rant though because like the state and these companies are inextricably linked and in the yep. instance that uh even even having something like the fec uh, you still have a, a long period of vetting in order to decide whether or not someone made an inappropriate or illegal campaign contribution. Um, yep. Or if someone is getting money under the table, sometimes those things are, are never discovered or maybe it's, it is uh, laundered in such a way that you can avoid the watchful eye of, whatever public interest group that would be looking out for the public's best interest in that case. Um, so as long as you have capital that is tied up in um, 
or I guess the the existence of capital overall, as it is not being fairly distributed amongst your communities, then you're always going to have an inequality that will result in some people having more of a say than others, which of course is exactly. not going to be conducive to a democratic process in any Exactly, especially instance. when the fucking Supreme Court ruled in, uh, I think it was 2012, I could be wrong, it might have been later, that uh, money equals speech in the citizens united fucking thing yes which allowed uh corporations to spend endless money in Mm -hmm. campaign contributions and super PACs and as we've seen ever since that ruling the amount of money spent on super PACs in uh uh um uh, uh elections has uh gone up exponentially and uh it but it like once again you know it's like we can once again, you know, try to blame individual capitalists, right? Be like, oh, well, it's not fair that they're spending all this money. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, but if they're competing with all these other capitalists that are spending the money and they can, you know, buy out these fucking politicians to serve their interest, you know, that it's just, once again, race to the bottom. Like, people are going to behave in however the uh their incentivized behave within the system they exist in if it wasn't an option they wouldn't do it but if it is an option they're going to do it obviously they'd be idiots not to Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely that that's what can grant you a good deal of power uh or resources i mean it's the representation of stored labor and or credit so why in the world would you not accept those types of bribes why in the world would you not Mm -hmm. yeah and even for the politicians like why would you not because if you don't accept the money then you're you're the person you're running against will accept the money and they'll have that much more money and ad revenue so it's just like it's a a big kind of thing Exactly. This is some game where if you don't if you don't win that means not only does your opponent win but Everything that you have maintained is now lost to that victor. You know exactly. they 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 get to take all the spoils. And um, if you had spent all of your time, uh, you know, like making a, a, you know, I hate to use this kind of example because it's it's kind of like this mirage of modern capitalism. But you know, a good economy. You know, it's like oh, we have a really good economy right now. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, then your uh, your your successor can ultimately claim responsibility for that. It's like, look how well the market's doing right now. Look how well I'm doing. It's like, well, you know, four to eight to, to 16 years ago, uh, you know, that, that ball was rolling uh, to ultimately culminate into whatever you're taking credit oh, yeah. for now, if not much, much, much longer. Um, actually, yeah. Kropotkin mentions this uh, a couple of times in, in his book, Conquest of Bread, uh, yeah. discussing intellectual properties, uh, which is, you know, going back to the original article that you started this on, the entrepreneurs uh, don't have a special gene for risk. They come from families with money, um, yeah. you know, a la your Elon Musks and so on and so forth, your, your Edisons. Um, right. These people are receiving ideas from a culmination of human knowledge over exactly the course of all human history. Why is it that this particular person is going to then rake in all of this, this resource based on the right. fact that they were able to successfully monetize it, um, especially exactly. in direct contradiction to all of these other innovators who did not have the business acumen to be able to market themselves in the same capacity. But exactly. Yet, had profound impacts on 
a positive trajectory of human well-being over the course of history. Exactly. It's like... It's just people um, in the right space and time to be able to use their money to Mm -hmm. uh, capitalize on, uh, (laughs) yeah, culminated knowledge. Uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, like the great example that would obviously be like Bill Gates and stuff like that. Like basically in the wild frontier that was the internet when Bill Gates like tried to start his entrepreneurial shit. He basically just took like a bunch of what we would call freeware, like things that people were just yeah. putting together and throwing on the internet, and then yeah. turned the it into a, and made it into web. a commodity. He 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 found a way to commodify it, mm-hmm. and since he found a way to commodify it, then he could sell it to people. Well, the only way that he can commodify it is if he is developing proprietary licensures through. Yeah legal systems in the state exactly. that will will back him up in the instance that he wants to sue someone over using freeware uh which yeah. rightfully should be in a public domain uh I, I think that's that's effectively how any type of uh communist ideal is going to express ourselves in the society it, it'll it'll go through the web first because it it's not really something that can be contained by capitalist markets uh, over time uh the the the, the sheer um, communal nature of the World Wide Web and uh, the freeware that is constantly being produced, um, I think will will overwhelm the ability to be able to compartmentalize it in neat little packages. I think I we've already know, man. seen They're that. doing their best to cableize the internet. <laughs> so here's, I think here's one of the well through the FC, F, uh, FCC and uh, uh, other state. Uh, organizations that intend to uh, reduce our ability to be able to utilize that resource. And even like things like YouTube and stuff like like that, that, I mean, you just like see how like information just gets like sucked to certain things, you know, everyone uses Google to search for stuff. Everyone uses YouTube to watch videos. They're just kind of, but you know, what what's the value in in using like a YouTube or a Google, despite the fact that they happen to be owned by, you know, the same individuals, like a, as far as utilizing those things, their value ultimately comes from their ad revenue. Yes. Right. So exactly. they, they get eyeballs um, yes. and every eyeball that they have grants them a little bit from, I, I guess they're, the, you know, the, either their subsidiaries or businesses that would like to employ uh, either the information Ads. that they have garnered from, that, that those engines uh, or the advertisers and themselves selling, that would like selling to user, users data yeah and, and selling users data yeah um there's something else i was gonna say sorry um, before we went off on on google in particular um oh uh the music industry uh so you kind of saw uh the music industry go away from viewing uh their uh, you know, the songs, their tunes, and so on and so forth as intellectual properties to proliferating them on the internet uh, effectively for free. Um, and of course, you still have to find a way to make money off of those things. Mm-hmm. So you, I guess you veer more towards, um, you know, either live performances uh, or... Well, I've heard that most um, musicians make most of the money off of merchandise. The same thing is even true yeah. of things like Star Wars. Like the most of the money is made through merchandise, not yeah. necessarily through the medium itself. 
Mm -hmm. But and, and the only reason why that's the case is because you can kind of present these musicians or entertainers or sports stars as being icons. Um, mm -hmm. you, you kind of put them in, in this uh, position of being a caricature uh, mm -hmm. and, and you can commoditize them through that representation. Yep. Um, I mean, that, that, that's kind of something that we saw happen with the star Wars franchise uh, yep. very explicitly. Like I, I know that, that uh, you got you know, the toys and you got the t-shirts mm -hmm. and you got the mugs and it, you got it already the was shoes kind of like that like even when when we were younger i, I remember there being a lot of oh yeah uh, no, star wars for, from the 70s like it's uh, that has always been its economic model yeah it, it always has been but when disney ultimately acquired the rights i think we saw that explode in a way that we hadn't oh, before sure. absolutely because disney is like the marketing gurus, evil masterminds of the universe. So it's like, yeah, anything you can possibly think of with Star Wars, where we'll make it. You want a toothbrush with Star Wars on it? You got it, bud. <laughs> you want slippers with Star Wars? You got it. Pajamas? Yes. T-shirts? Yes. It'll be on every end cap. Soap? It'll all be yes. licensed. Yeah. It's yeah, it we'll make it. Stamp of big we'll make Yoda scented soap. It's never been invented. We'll make it. Mm -hmm. It smells like swamp. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there has there ever been a TV show that's more popular than The Mandalorian? I don't know. Uh, Probably. Uh, <sighs> where, yeah, are we, where are we going? What's um, Let's see. We were talking about the market not being able to save us. How this is like this inherently... Yeah. dumb you know it's dumb blind system that yeah. is taking us nowhere good uh because this invisible hand of the market is not able to lead itself out of these terrible crises like yeah. pandemics uh climate change and so on and so forth so i you know I, I was trying to figure out a way that and i i know that i've read a little bit on um why the internet is the way that we can effectively work our way out of capitalism if it's not just simply a way to communicate more effectively and uh, collaborate and freely associate uh, in, a, in, a, in a more concise way than we were able to prior. Um, it's also the way in which the internet kind of interacts naturally, uh, the way that it was first uh, um, um you know, the way that it first manifested, you know, what with all this freeware and whatnot, it was only until like the state and, and capitalists kind of had their way with it, that it turned into something that was more commoditized than it was prior. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's pretty much where we were. Um, mm, yeah. We were talking about super packs and all that kind of shit. Uh, Thanks. Uh, Obama. Yeah. Thanks, Obama. I don't know. Oh, um, man. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think that that's gonna find its way out. I mean, I also don't think that we can rely on the government to help us out of those uh, climate change issues. Oh, absolutely um, not. I, th I think that on occasion they act as a positive mouthpiece. Like I've heard liberal politicians say things that uh, I agree with sometimes. Um, yeah, but they, they'll, they'll say things you agree with, but they won't actually they don't, follow through or do anything. That's the right. issue. Like the yeah, uh, there's no accountability. Like, like the fucking you know, be like, I'm voting for Joe Biden because he says he believes in the scientist. He believes in science, and then like the next second, you'll see like Joe Biden screaming into a microphone. It's just like, I will not ban fracking. 
I will not ban fracking. I repeat, do not believe what Donald Trump says. He's a liar. I will not ban fracking. It's just like, okay, so the scientists say fracking's bad, mm-hmm. but you will not ban fracking. And this is like, yeah, you know, and then and then he'll be like, the Green New Deal will pay for itself. And the moderator will be like, Oh, so you do support the Green New? Do you support the Green New Deal? Absolutely not. I do not support the Green New Deal. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, feckless, not non-accountable politicians exactly. are certainly I mean, not the route to go. Uh, the The way I've heard it described is it's like liberals know the know the lyrics to all the songs, but they just don't. <laughs> They don't they don't do anything with it, right? They know all the right things to say. They can mm-hmm. say systematic, you know, racism, right? Which is just saying mm-hmm. that the way in which our economy's built, it it keeps, you know, poor people down and just statistically, you know, black people are more poor than like other ethnic groups, right? Like they they know all the right things to say. Like they can say the things. They can say police brutality is bad. They can say black lives matter. But at the end of the day, when you like look at the policies that actually like you know fight for and push forward, like don't solve any of the issues of the things they pretend to care about. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what's worse? What's worse? Saying that you don't care about X, Y, and Z, and that you're not going to do anything for it, or saying that you do care <laughs> and just not do anything about it. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> i don't know okay so yeah i i would say that the wolf is definitely worse than the fox but i think it feels worse to get tricked by a fox yeah man uh and i think a lot of people are through getting tricked uh i i know that um you know people that are are within our social circles understand that the liberals are not going to help us out of any of these current circumstances uh they're going to continue to get worse to the point that their hand is is physically forced uh to to do something about it if they are in a in a position of power to be able to um and if and if they don't then you know then the working class and and other people that are in a more vulnerable position will pay the price for uh their their lack of action absolutely Um, I, I think that uh, and they have they, been for a long time. <laughs> yeah, they, there's just there nobody no one is able to hold them accountable uh without um uh you know effectively without threatening the means of of how they're employing these things to begin with. And yeah. um you, you can't necessarily say to any given politician or any given person if you don't do what I want you to do there's going to be a threat of violence that's going to follow. Because that's an right. unethical way to to develop any type of relationship, right? You can't just simply go go around and you know kicking down people's front door uh, and tell them what to do and expect them to actually follow through with it under a threat of coercion uh, or or um, you know strong arm tactics um, and expect that to ultimately uh, uh, build a society in which all free actors are going to uh, to deviate from uh capitalist market ideals like the, that that's effectively what produced it in the first place so how is it that you're able to deviate um from these ills without employing the same functions that capitalism has thus employed 
in order to separate itself from, say, feudalism uh, or, or, you know, whatever next mixed market system, uh, mixed ec- economic system is going to come after. Yeah, I have no idea. Like, the only thing that I can say is that, I mean, I think the best bet would be to get everyone on board to be like, capitalism kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. And then after that, if we could like this, this, this just this is just like uh, this is just uh, make believe land. Like let's just like assume that everyone in America, all three hundred and sixty whatever million people that live here, are just like capitalism sucks. We all have, we we've all agreed. We 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 are, we're all underneath the red flag of communism. Hundred <laughs> percent. Hundred percent, you know. And then you know we could do like a a worker strike, right? And just like no one's going to fucking work, you know. And you dirty capitalists can't make any money because we're not we're not working. And if we are working, it's only to sustain the system ex- a- enough to make sure people are fed. And uh, I don't know, maybe that could be like a pe- a peaceful transition, right? And be like, okay, we're not rec- we're not acknowledging your power anymore. We're not um working for you we're solely you know working for ourselves and we're going to create a new society where um the the workers are in control of the means of production like that that that's ideal kumbaya land for me but Mm -hmm. um i doubt it would ever happen like that absolutely not because (laughs) they they don't have the uh what, what would the they don't have this kind of generic knowledge to be able to care for themselves and their communities without the specialized markets that have developed through capitalism. Uh, right. So, it's like, yeah, it's like I alienatedly, you know, work in this field and then this other company takes the goods and then this other company sells the goods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all. Yeah. It's like, instead of um, yeah. having a, uh, agriculture infrastructure is developed in the global south to cater to the needs of uh, right. regional proximal populations uh, instead they're all creating these specialized uh, agricultural items that are then shipped to the first world right and, um, and yeah and, and and in the instance that they were all to just like suddenly go on strike cumulatively with every every other working person of the world Right. Um, they would immediately have to pick up whatever agricultural implement they had and and get to work in the field in the same capacity, but maybe on an, uh, on a on a reduced efficacy, uh, you know, because this this is exacerbated for far too long. You know, we're we're in the late stages of this problem. Right. Uh, so in the instance that someone was to do that, they not only don't have the means. But their their land has been ravaged for such a long time that they might not even have the the let's say the the enriched soil content to be able to grow any type of nutrient dense vegetable right. with which they can feed themselves or their communities. Right. It's like our our country has been reduced to making tobacco, <laughs> and then yeah. we we survive off of food subsidies from the West. It's yeah. like, and now we're no longer get going to get food subsidies. Because we are revolting against them, yeah, that's all fucked. Mm-hmm. And, like, and that that doesn't even account for all of the people in the United States, or and, you know, I say the United States because I know a lot of people, especially around the area in which I live, uh, would readily become a scab because oh, they yeah, simply yeah. they've they've been so fully indoctrinated by this idea that, and and that's what I think it's probably the most um, disenchanting 
uh, um, concept. It's like if not if, if there if you don't have a hundred percent of people on board, it fails because the that little percentage that decides it's not worth their time or that they want to just keep on. Uh, you know, putting their nose to the grindstone for a percentage of their wages or, you know, a percentage of the value in which they're producing for the company in the form of a wage. Yeah. Um, then it's going to fall apart because those scabs will, 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 will prevent those corp, the, the, the capitalist elite, uh, from bleeding out. Yeah. You know, they, they, they're the ones that are giving the people the power. I mean, not to mention like if, if this takes like a more militant approach, and they just retain uh, enough individuals to be able to form a um, like an anti vanguard uh, right. through force. Then what are you going to do there? <laughs> like they 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 not only have the force, but they also have the upper hand from a strategic standpoint. You know they've they've got all the tanks, they've got all the jets, they've got all of the all of the military bases. Like you know n- name whatever it is. Uh, you know, any piece of military technology and they have access to it. So mm-hmm. you can't expect uh, a workers movement to, to succeed. In I don't know. Vietnam won. Try to forcibly overthrow something. Vietnam didn't have tanks or jets or shit. I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's going to be pretty too. <laughs> well, but that, yeah, it was, that was absolutely <laughs> disgusting. And even I'm, so, like that I'm was not... fought uh, all the way around the world. Um, so this is, this is also assuming that something like, uh, Elon Musk's uh, uh, fucking like weapon weapons shipment rocket wasn't invented, yeah. uh, or other yeah, things yeah. that have been uh, appropriated by the military industrial complex to feed yeah. the system further. No, no, no. I'm not saying it's going to happen anytime soon. Like I'm not. I'm not under any illusions that it's going to happen within the next four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years. Like it would be great if it did. Uh, but it's not. Well, I think it's rejuvenated, um, though. I think it's rejuvenated through the pandemic, and that kind of gets me back to like one of the first. Th- th- I think this is like the theme, right? <laughs> uh, true. This this is the valley, right? And as the valley gets lower and lower and lower, mm-hmm. the need for change is going to become that much more apparent. Yes. So, in the instance that climate change is not remedied. And we yes. start to see massive firestorms the world over, and massive tsunamis, and star- starvation, uh, and migrations. Yeah. yeah, all kinds of huge issues that our society is uh, has not been prepared to deal with in any scope. Yeah, um, it, it will mean the end of human human civilization, uh, or uh, at, at the very least, some type of adaptation in that process that will allow us to be able to defend ourselves against it. Exactly. And I think what's sad is that you and I, I want to use some ableist language here, like two Mm -hmm. fucking idiots Mm -hmm. are able to see so clearly that this is an issue and that we need to do something about it. And we're not like, I don't, I don't want to be demeaning to us, but like, we're not, we're not super geniuses, Tim. Oh no! I hate to tell you this, Tim, but we're not the cream of the crop. We're like above average. <laughs> yeah, I, I went to college one time. No, I, I don't. It, it doesn't. It doesn't take a a, a a super intelligent person to understand that this is this is broken. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. That's it. Like you don't have to be like a fucking super genius to realize that shit's fucked. You know. 
which is which is both encouraging and super depressing at the same time. Yeah. Um, and even with that, unfortunately, uh, I think things are going to have to get a lot worse before anything happens. But you know, we yeah. might have that. I mean, the, yeah. the if the if the pandemic continues to to go the way that it is, um, you know, maybe maybe we'll have that. I don't know. Like the thing is, is people don't even seem to care that like over two hundred thousand people have fucking died at this point mm-hmm. as a result of the pandemic. Like people, it's like not even on people's radar. But the the it's the no, third it's... leasing cause of death in America right now, and mm-hmm. people don't give a fuck. Well, okay, so let's let's take a look at number one and two. I think that the, that would also be cancer and heart disease. So heart disease. Right. Um, cancer. Okay. So cancer is one of those things that I, I think, um, that is preventable in some form, but by and large, I think it's still so nuanced and, uh, indefensible that if we were all harvesting hay with scythes, we wouldn't get cancer. But as long as we live this fancy lifestyle, you're just going to have to deal with some cancer every now and then. So I, I don't, I don't, I don't mean to be nitpicky, but People died of tumors back in the day, like when they were still using sides. Like that was that's cancer no, no, has no, been no, around. No, 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 it's like, no, not it's in that brand way. new. I'm just kidding. I'm being it's brand new cancer. Well, I think some forms of cancer are, and you know, carcinogens are being discovered every day. Uh, anyways, so it, it's probably better to eliminate something like heart disease, right? Like uh, the obesity epidemic, uh, and um and the poor heart conditions that come along with having high cholesterol or, you know, sedentary lifestyles. Um, these have been a problem in our society for our entire life, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, and the United States of course has been barreling towards uh, bigger and bigger people for a long time. Um, it doesn't take an intelligent person to look at, an, an individual who happens to be badly out of shape and recognize that they need to make some substantial changes in order to save themselves uh, from from you know the, the 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 byproducts of heart disease, which include death. Um, and yet, it, I mean, it's still a leading cause of death. Um, so, yeah. I think it goes back to this notion that no snowflake believes it is at fault for the avalanche. Uh, In the pandemic in particular, you know, there's a little bit of responsibility that is dispersed throughout uh, the entirety of the human race when it comes to a dangerous communicable disease. Um, Something like heart disease is a little bit more complicated to look at others and say, hey, you know, like the system is certainly broken in the sense that you're not able to find nutrient-dense foods that uh, are free of fats or uh, empty carbohydrates or other things that are conducive to uh, unhealthy diets. Um, and yet, you know, it, it's I think it's just harder to draw that conclusion. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, like some, it, it's a little bit more difficult to see the relationship between a system that presents individuals with unhealthy eating habits, ultimately culminating to heart disease and um, a pandemic being a communicable illness that is exacerbated by people not following 
general good health guidelines. Well, to go back to where we started from the Guardian article, a failure occurs when the marketplace allocates resources in a way that does not optimally de- deliver well-being. And so in the same way that our healthcare system doesn't optimally uh uh, deliver well-being to people suffering from the coronavirus due to the fact that we didn't shut down the economy in a sufficient way in order to gain control of the virus. We equally do not try to control things such as heart disease in the way that we advertise uh, sodas like Coca-Cola, Pepsi, and otherwise, and fast food all over the goddamn place everywhere you fucking go and act like it's totally normal to eat 12 Big Macs a day, seven days a week. Yeah. Um, so the fact that we've naturalized those as things is just part of our society uh, and the reason why that it's consent. the... Exactly. It's manufactured consent. To just be like, yeah, it's totally fine to fucking eat fries every day and you know, these fried fatty foods and X, Y, and Z. It's like, you know, yes, individuals are responsible to a point, but at the same time, when you live in a system that reinforces telling you to do these things, you know, people are going to do them. People are Mm -hmm. going to do them. If there's a fast food restaurant on the corner of every street when you're driving home from work and you have limited uh, free time in order to make you know healthy food for yourself everyone has choices yes but to say that everyone is solely responsible for it uh no obviously no obviously their environment has an effect on them that reminds me of something that happened earlier today now for all of my listeners out there i've been going to barber school and it's fantastic i cut people's it's- hair it's lots of fun There was one guy that came and sat in my chair today, and we were talking about, uh, okay, so you have small talk, right? (laughs) And small talk usually goes- That's like 95% of being a barber is small talk, 5% is cutting hair. And you talk about usually two different things in American culture. Uh, One is the weather, and that usually elapses pretty quickly. You can only talk about the 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 weather for so long- uh, before both of you are just asleep on the floor. Uh, the second of which is what you do, what you do. And you don't even have to say anything more than what do you do? Because everybody knows that what do you do is what is it that you use your time for in order to sustain some type of monetary income so that you can afford the resources in order to survive because we live in a capitalist system. Yeah. And not die. Right. Uh, it's a little short, what do you do, that usually starts a conversation that will give way uh, to classist information, uh, if it can be uh, uh, regarded as that. And this particular gentleman that was sitting in my chair uh, was heavily involved in the gig economy. He did several different things, uh, one of which included being a Lyft driver uh, and a couple of others that I hadn't heard of. But he said, I do this part-time. I do this part-time. I do this part-time. He had a list of part-time things that he did, right? Mm -hmm. Now, one of the common complaints, or, you know, one of several common complaints that I hear barbers talk about, uh, difficult people to cut, one of which is children. Children move around a lot. Children don't like to have their hair cut. It's pretty obvious why it's difficult to cut children. The other which is someone who's tired because they fall asleep in their chair 
And as they fall asleep in your chair, they nod their head and move around a whole lot. So by the same reason, that's the case. This man could not help the fact that he was falling asleep because he was working like five different part-time jobs. Jesus. And I'm sitting here thinking like, sure, you know, like maybe there's some personal responsibility to not get into bed on time, but this guy kind of seems like one of those individuals that just couldn't help yeah, Falling I mean, if asleep. you're working five fucking jobs, like, you know, mm-hmm. like, what else are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. But that's uh, that's how it goes sometimes, I guess. Um, so you just hope that you don't screw up while you're, while you're cutting them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, well, that's a big old panel missing. That's too bad. <laughs> I'll make it into a design. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, man, it's been one of those episodes, Jimmy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we've just kind of been talking about whatever we want to talk about, and that's a okay. We have a captive audience; <laughs> <laughs> they have to listen because uh, if they didn't, they die. Mm-hmm. That's right. You're gonna you're gonna die to the the invisible hand of the market. It's gonna choke you out. Yeah. Choke, choke you out and jerk you off. Mm, okay. <laughs> I wish the invisible hand of the market did stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you die. Jerk you <laughs> off, just not the way you want. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um. So, uh, so you think we've heard the last of of Trump? You think he's done? Yeah. I. I don't. I mean, people claim that he's going to like take all of the white house furniture and barricade the doors but i i don't think that's going to happen that'd be pretty fun i don't think that's going to happen yep i mean he's probably he probably regards what he did as being a good run you know he made himself and his and his buddies lots of monies so yeah why why not just like stop while you're ahead and you know uh uh try to build yourself a dynasty by a a nice peaceful transfer of power and later on you can get your you're one of your idiot sons to go and run for office, and yeah, I don't know. Bada-bing, bada-bing. I, I think he'll run in 2024 if he's not dead by then. Yeah, he's he's, he's gonna be getting get pretty old. Is, will, is he, he 70 will even? He's 70 something. Yeah, he's like 77, 78, something like that. He'll be old as fuck. Oh God! But he's wily. He's he's wily. <laughs> he's just been like cracking open the little little babies and sucking out their spinal fluid, and yeah. It's like stem selling himself all all the like all Mr. the pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. The future is unpredictable. Yeah. Um, and what, what's the first bad decision you think Biden's going to make? Uh, it's like a, pre- a prediction. Bombing some random country. Bombing some random country. Okay. Yeah. Bombing yeah. and or overthrowing some random country. I uh, I watched just really sad. It was like the um, the last interview with Mamar Gaddafi from Libya, mm-hmm. and uh, it was good. It was informative. Just listen, watching it. But uh, one of the questions was talking about Barack Obama because Barack Obama had recently been elected, and the, he was like the interviewer was this British guy who was asking him about him, and like when Barack, uh, and Gaddafi was just like, yeah, uh, you know, Barack Obama seems great. Like it's cool. Uh, like this uh 
African American man's been elected who also has a Muslim background and stuff like that. Like, I think he'll be different than other presidents. Like, it's cool. It's great. And it was just like so disheartening to like watch him say that, knowing that uh, Barack Obama was going to be the person that had him overthrown and get stabbed in the ass and fucking murdered. Mm-hmm. It was just really rough to watch. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you you can't say anything otherwise. Like, if if he had been like, I don't necessarily approve of Barack Obama, then he probably could have done it even more candid fashion. Maybe his time would have been limited even more so than it already was. Maybe. I don't know, man. This was like the last interview with him, so I don't know how much more limited it would have been. What? <laughs> <laughs> how how, uh, how long after? I'm not for certain. I'd have to look it up to look at the dates of, like, when it was. Mm-hmm. or whatever but it was the, i just watched it because it was the last documented interview with him and i was curious of what he had to say yeah there's there's something about uh there's like a morbid fascination with yeah. uh these folks especially if if they don't know that they're they're about oh, yeah. to die yeah no one knows yeah it kind of gives you a little bit of insight as to what their mental space looked like mm-hmm. moments before and what their you know what their what their values were maybe some of the uh you know some of what he thought uh, some of some of his uh, some of his headspace uh, contributed to what ultimately occurred, and you know it, we could we could always stand to learn something from those, um, you know, from that information dense type of uh, you know hindsight twenty twenty type interviews. Uh, the hindsight twenty twenty would have been to develop uh, nuclear weapons. <laughs> oh, that did. seems to be the only thing you can do to keep the goddamn United States from invading your fucking country. Yeah, and sometimes that's that's like the cause that they that's what they use to go invade your country. That's what they use. Um, but yeah, like even like within this interview, they were talking it was like about because like supposedly Libya used to have a fucking nuclear program and they discarded it. I think in like the eighties or something like that. And uh, yeah, I don't know, Bummerville, Bummersville. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it looks like uh, 1969. Uh, let's see. Yeah, the Nuclear Non-Proliferation Treaty was signed in in uh, 1968, and Gaddafi ratified it in 1975. That's okay. a pretty good tr- stretch of time. Oh Jesus! You know, in 1982, it ratified the Biological Weapons Convention, and in 2004, it ascended to the Chemical Weapons Convention, declared 24.7 metric tons of mustard gas, 1,390 metric tons of chemical precursors for making sarin, and 3,563 unloaded chemical weapons munitions aerial bombs. Is this specifically for Libya, or is this all the countries? This is Libya. I don't know. I mean, like, I mean, I'm sure fucking the United States still has sarin gas and all this other shit. So, like, it's not like. Oh I'm, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying that it's like. Um, <laughs> it's a justification for what happened, but uh, nonetheless, um, destruction of Libya's chemical weapon precursors was completed in November 2017, according to whatever that source is. <laughs> cool beans. What else we got? What do you want to talk about? Uh, well, we have a couple of stories, but I don't think any of them really add up to to discussing uh uh late stage capitalism and and weapons of mass destruction. Late stage capitalism's bad. It's good the DPRK has a nuke so we won't invade them. End of story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad they have a nuke. <sighs> I'm, just, sad, uh, I'm sad Iran doesn't have a nuke. 
Everybody needs a nuke. Pretty oh yeah, much. Like, had a nuke. Pretty yeah. much everyone needs a nuke. And it's and I and I hate nuclear weapons. Who's nuclear the senator from Texas? Huh? The senator from Texas with an eye patch. Uh, Cockface McGiggins. I don't know what his fucking name is. Oh yeah, Cox, Cock, no, Dan Crenshaw. That's what Dan I said. Crenshaw. Yeah, Cockface McGivens. Uh, so this guy. Um, let's see. I saw him standing in front of a a couple of. Well, I mean, from what we know, it, it sounded like yeah. he had personal experience with uh, what was going on there, and uh, and uh, he was uh, advising that the United States needed to take more direct action uh, in terms of quelling whatever potential uprisings were a result of uh, the uh, assassination of of one of their military leaders. Oh yeah, well, um, we, we we fucking yeah. Yeah, or Dr- um, droned their general. Yeah, money. yeah, and it's just—it's amazing how American politicians can be so candid with what sounds like declarations of war, or urging the American yeah. people of, to to go and and uh, further its uh, empire-laden exploits. Yeah, and and people will will—they'll uh, just—they'll beat the drum. They'll be yep. happy with that and. War is bad, okay. Yeah, war is bad. That's all I gotta say. Man, that guy's only 36. Fuck that guy. I don't really have anything good to say about Trump. Um, He was uh, every bit of aggressive as previous leaders with four nations, but he didn't get us into any new wars. So, not to say anything nice about him, but, yeah. Not that he didn't try, but somehow he managed not to get us into any new ones so i guess that's good <laughs> i mean he yep. knew he knew he like fucking droned like iran's top general so that totally have got could have gotten us into a war but it somehow didn't and he tried mm-hmm. to overthrow venezuela um but that failed colossally pretty epic um, yeah yeah, maybe if he had been a little bit better military leader, we would have found ourselves in a good many other conflicts. And he did try to normalize relations with North Korea, so I will say that as a good thing. <laughs> normalize, yeah. <laughs> like, he was the first president to meet with a, a North Korean leader and I don't know how fucking long. It was a long time. Yeah, by profusely so. complimenting him and yeah, I'll, shaking I'll his fucking better, hand. I'll say it's better than nothing. <laughs> yeah. That's the only good thing I could say. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's all I got, Jimmy. Are we done? (laughs) I think that's all I got. I think I'm. I think I'm all out of. All out of gas. All out of juice. Yeah, I'm all all out of juice. Speaking of juice, if you would like to juice us, you can juice us at (laughs) cynicempowerment at gmail dot com. We would love to hear from you there. You can also like us on Facebook at Cynic Empowerment and send us a message, or you can tweet at us on the Twitter at Cynic Empower Me One. We would love to hear from you and mean a lot to us. And if you are listening to us through any listening apps out there, please, for the love of God, please, for the love of God, please like and review the show. It means a lot to us and it helps other people find us. Yeah. Yeah, find us like major campaign donations from special gene entrepreneurs at the Republican National Convention. Yay! Help, uh, help, help, help! Find us like that. Uh, that extra pointy knife found its way into Muammar Gaddafi's butt when they <laughs> murdered him. 
in the most undignified way possible. Mm-hmm. Is it really in his butt? Yeah, they stabbed him in the butt. Just seriously, like, right in the butt? Okay, so, like, let me just paint this for you. So, like, this is me. Uh, Freshman in college. I'm not... I'm not the flaming communist that I am now. I'm just... I'm just an idiot. I'm just an even more idiotic idiot that's a freshman in college that doesn't know anything. I'm in the basement of Blue Ridge Dorm. I'm watching Tosh.0 because that's what people watched when it was on TV and because <laughs> we had cable. Uh, on this episode of Tosh.0, um, the United States had just uh, invaded Libya and overthrown Gaddafi, and there was uh, footage of the of the rebels or whatever you want to call them insurgents that overthrew Gaddafi that were um, parading him through the street, uh, stabbing him in the butt with a knife, sodomizing him with a knife. And then Tosh.0 proceeded, Tosh from Tosh.0 proceeded to go around uh, his workspace and punching his colleagues in the butt and yelling Gaddafi. And even though I didn't know anything about Muammar Gaddafi at the time, I was just like, that's really fucked up. Like, even yeah. if Muammar Gaddafi's like the most fucked up person in the world, I realize that this is really fucked up. It's pretty barbaric. <laughs> it's like, it's like not, you know, and like, that's like the extent of like American barbarism. We go and we, oh, we, we, uh, unjustifiedly overthrow, uh, sovereign countries. And then our comedians make fun of it. <laughs> this is like turn it into like a shitty joke that's not even funny of like punching people in the butt. Like like the like the levels of idiocracy, I don't know, it's just so it's just gross. Mm-hmm. It's so gross. I I can't even like it's hard to it's hard to imagine an even more joke society. Like it's hard to imagine like an even like more barbaric, insincere way of like talking and exposing stuff. Like, like if you wrote this in a book, like if there was a book where there was like a make-believe country that overthrew another make-believe country, and in this other make-believe country, like their top leader was stabbed in the butt, and then comedians from the other country, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. so fucking ridiculous. Like, people would be like, you need to rewrite this. Like, this is fucking stupid. Yeah. Like, like this, this doesn't... Is, this is lazy writing. Yeah, this doesn't even make sense. Yeah, what are you, a five-year-old? Like, go, <laughs> yeah. go write it better. Yeah, like, come on, man. You gotta, like, do something better here. Yeah. Yeah, put, Anyways. put, put some more effort in. You failed. N- not to try to, like, bring this episode down more than it already has been. God but... damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh fuck. <laughs> uh just Taj.0 has like aged really poorly. It's pretty bad, dude. It's bad. I remember watching that in college too, and that wasn't really that long ago. No, it wasn't. Like and, it was six uh, years ago. In that six years time span, uh I I feel like it's like it's detestable. Like I can't really watch just like man, you're you're really dreaming into a lot of these folks. Yeah, no, I don't think I could watch it again. Yeah, it's very cringe. Mm-hmm. 
It's like, yeah, it's just like taking people at their lowest and then trying to form comedy around it. Yeah, and then he'd have like some of them on the show on occasion and like make fun of them to their face. Yeah. Ugh. Fuck, man. Feels bad, dude. 